thankfully. Uh, we, we debate timing during Christmas, such as like when to start playing Christmas music, how early in the season is okay, when to stop playing Christmas music. Is it the day after Christmas or do we continue for the full 12 days? Lots of questions about timing. Uh, some people consider the timing of the Christmas tree. Is it the day after Thanksgiving? Or they're concerned the tree will dry out and they wait a couple more weeks to get their Christmas tree. But we debate the timing of the Christmas tree. Uh, some kids count down the hours Christmas, or Christmas Eve until Christmas morning when they can go open their stockings. Uh, I was one of those kids who had a hard time sleeping Christmas Eve. Matter of fact, uh, there were years when I got my sisters together in my bedroom to watch the clock together, counting down till we could go downstairs together. There's a lot of counting down time in the Christmas season, and I think that's very appropriate. Uh, after all, Christmas is all about the birth of Jesus. And timing is a really big deal in the birth of a baby, right? Uh, for those of you uh, who have gone through that experience, you know how much timing is involved. You're counting the weeks of pregnancy. Uh, you, you know your time uh, being pregnant. Uh, parents increasingly prepare for the eventual birth of a child, setting up the nursery, buying supplies, packing a bag to go to the hospital, all at the appropriate time. Uh, parents wonder and guess at when the actual day of birth will be. Uh, actually, it was 22 years ago this season when Wendy and I uh, were wondering when our daughter Isabel would be born. Uh, she had been, uh, her due date had been December 18th, but day after day had come and gone, and she had not come. Every day we wondered, was today the day? And so we were wondering, would it be Christmas Day? Well, it was not. It was a few days after Christmas, uh, but she came at just the right time. Now, I was thinking about that uh, this Christmas season. Uh, as I was reading in Galatians chapter 4, uh, verses 4 through 5, as it described the timing of Jesus' birth. Uh, listen to these words. It says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. From God's eternal perspective... His son, Jesus Christ, was born in the fullness of time, meaning at just the right time, Christ came. Now, we can look at this in a number of ways. Uh, historically, uh, looking back from our perspective now historically, we can see how conditions were, were ready. Time was ripe for the birth of Jesus. Uh, even things like the Roman Empire being in the position that it was. Um, though they were an oppressive empire, they had established a relative peace in the known world and had put an infrastructure uh, for roads and for travel by which the gospel spread rapidly. Uh, the time was perfect for the Messiah to come and the, the gospel to expand. Um, and Greek culture had brought about a common language in the day. Uh, Greek was known across the empire. Um, and in Israel, there was an incredible heightened expectancy of the coming Messiah. And this was the downside of Roman rule. Uh, the Israelites were wondering, when will our Messiah come and free us from this oppressive rule? And so all these factors came together, making the time right for Jesus to be born. Jesus came in the fullness of time, at just the right time. But I wonder if Mary and Joseph uh, would have used that phrase, 
to describe Jesus' coming, the fullness of time, just the right time. Uh, some of our, of our students did a wonderful job reading through the Luke 2 account uh, earlier in the service. And Luke 2, verse 6 says this about when Jesus came, that while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. While Mary and Joseph were in Bethlehem, that's where there was, the time came uh, for the birth of Jesus. Uh, this was anything but convenient timing from Mary and Joseph's perspective. Uh, they were away from home. Uh, they were not in Nazareth. They were in Bethlehem. Uh, they were on a road trip, forced to go because of Rome, a Roman census. Now, for those of you who have given birth, just imagine that scenario, being forced to do so away from home, away from extended family, uh, all the plans you have made no longer uh, in place. Uh, this is anything but convenient. Jesus' birth at just the right time had less to do with Joseph and Mary's convenience and more to do with God's eternal plan to meet humanity's greatest need. Galatians, uh, again, Galatians 4, uh, verse 5, the second half of the verse, it says this about why Jesus came at the time he did. It says, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. Jesus was born in the fullness of time to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. Jesus was born at the perfect time for redemption. That's what this verse is telling us, for redemption. See, redemption is humanity's greatest need. Now, um, some of you in the room uh, may be athletes. Some of you may be basketball players. Let me play out a scenario for you so we can get our minds around the concept of redemption. Let's say you're a basketball player and your team is down by two points and the game is winding down and your team has the ball. You get past the ball and before time uh, expires, it hasn't expired yet, you get fouled and get to go to the free throw line with an opportunity to, to tie the game if you make both free throws. You make the first one, crowd cheers. You miss the second. You hang your head thinking, oh no, I had this opportunity to, to tie the game, possibly force overtime, and we could win, but I failed. But all of a sudden you hear the referee blow his whistle. And he says there has been a lane violation committed by the other team, and you get to shoot the shot again. There's an opportunity for redemption. You get to rewrite this story. What was a story of failure could be a story of success. This is what redemption is about. It is about rewriting a story of failure. Galatians 4 5 says that Jesus was born at the right time to redeem us from something and for something. He came to redeem us from being under the law. That's what Galatians 4 5 said. And what that means is that we all have this sense that things are not as they should be in this world. And we watch the news and we know something's not right. Things shouldn't be this way. And that's because we all have an innate sense of the way things should be. There should be peace. There should be love. There should be human dignity. And that sense is from God and from His law. There is a standard of how we are called to live. But the problem is we all fail to live up to this standard in small and in sometimes big ways. So we all contribute to the lack of peace, love, 
and human dignity that we see in this world. Therefore, the law hangs over us. That's how Galatians 4 or 5 describes it, the law hanging over us. That's one of the reasons we struggle with shame and regret and with worry and with anger. And no amount of ignoring, distracting, or medicating can actually redeem us from this law. But Jesus was born at just the right time to redeem us from being under the law. He was born of woman, born under the law, the passage said. He came himself. God wrote himself into the human story and experienced all that we experience and far more. Jesus took on himself the weight and the cost of all our failures to keep the law. And on the cross, he died for our sin, our brokenness, our shame, so that we could have a new story, a redeemed story. In the fullness of time, Jesus came to redeem those who were under the law. But not only did he come to redeem us from something, he came to redeem us for something. The text said that he came to bring us into his family. It talked about adoption as sons, that we were redeemed to be part of God's family. Now, especially during the holiday season, we have this heightened awareness of family, don't we? Probably a lot of families together in this room tonight. And that desire can show up in many different emotions. Sometimes it's the emotion of joy at sweet times of celebration. Sometimes sadness at missing family no longer with us. Sometimes anger or frustration at family that's hurt us. All those emotions come from deep down soul desires to be part of a true family. But the problem is that life under the law isn't very conducive to healthy family relationships. Because we all fail to keep God's law, we, we do experience brokenness and shame, and that profoundly affects all our relationships. But Jesus has come to redeem, to rewrite broken stories. Jesus was born into a broken human family himself so that he could bring us into a forever perfect family. And when we entrust our lives to Jesus, we come to know God as our true father. We come to know Jesus as our true older brother. And we come to know other followers of Christ as our brothers and sisters also brought into God's family. Jesus was born in the fullness of time to meet our greatest need, to redeem us from our sin and to bring us into his family. And because we know that he came at the right time almost 2,000 years ago to meet our greatest need, we can have confidence that he will come into our lives at just the right time to meet our greatest needs now. By his Holy Spirit, Jesus continues to come into the lives of people today. Uh, but like the story of Mary and Joseph, his coming into our lives today has more to do with him meeting our greatest need than it does with our convenience or our comfort. Sometimes, uh, like the story of Mary and Joseph, God's coming produces great difficulty in our lives. But the inconvenience and the difficulty are actually part of what God is doing. He is helping us to turn to Him to receive the redemption that we don't even know we need. See, we tend to think that safety and convenience and comfort are what we need, but no, it's redemption. And Jesus has come in the fullness of time to give us what we most desperately need. Jesus was born to redeem you. 
Jesus wants to come into your life and rewrite your story. The question is, will you receive him? I invite you now to join me in prayer. And you can respond uh, to God in thanks uh, and reception of his gift, even together tonight as we pray together. Please join me. Lord God,